Hello everyone and welcome to the first official episode of Backstage. I'm Maritza and I am joined here with Casey Seagriff. Hi Casey. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Of course. Um, so you are the creator and editor of a, a online magazine. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so the online magazine is called Fangirls World Tour. Um, it just started at in December of 2021. And the whole idea was really um, to bring people together and have similar experiences so that we could put people's experiences on their resume without having like the professional aspect, if that makes sense. So um, we really wanted to get people together who didn't have the opportunity to work in the industry yet so that they could publish and write and show their music or their photography skills and then have that to present to internships and jobs. Yeah, that's super cool. I find that like super um, just like a great thing to have, especially for a lot of people who are constantly trying to get their foot in the door, but they need these those experiences that you would get somewhere else, but not having without having those experiences, you can't gain those experiences, which I think is something that's like super big in the industry, which is something that we need to work on as a whole, personally. Yes, definitely. So obviously I've told you that this, the whole purpose of this podcast is to help with high schoolers who are trying to get their foot in the door, with everyone who's trying to find a way to start their journey without having the resources that most obviously post-graduated high school students have or college kids or et cetera, et cetera. Um, So when did you start your like industry journey? Um, I really got into the industry in high school. Um, I was always a musical theater kid. I was always seeing shows, going to concerts. So I knew that I wanted um, that in my life. I wanted music to be my career. Um, But when I was a senior, I guess a junior, looking for different colleges, I was looking for arts and entertainment programs or something along that that, um, career path. But I couldn't really find anything that was exactly what I wanted. And I really wish somebody would have told me it was okay to wait before I apply to a school that in a major that I really didn't want. So I had a lot of back and forth with that. I ended up going to a school in a program that was similar, but not really what I wanted, dropping out and then finding my current program, which is a music business degree, which is something I can recommend if that's what you really want to go into. But I started doing that and it really opened up the opportunity to meet more like-minded people. Um, And then like my really only advice is to like get involved in whatever you can. So if you find blogs and magazines that you can write for, go for it. Um, network your way, find the street teams, go to concerts. I think that's even doing little things like that really can go a long way. And do you mind me asking what the first program or major that you went into was? Yeah. So it was just a business degree with like a com- like a little bit of communications. um, And then I was going to apply that to art and music, but it didn't seem to be like focused on art and music. 
So do you think that like coming from a high schooler who's currently looking into colleges and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. um, do you think that for the industry that it requires a music business background? Or do you think that depending on the the section or aspect of the industry that you would want to get into, it depends on what you should major in? I think it really depends. Um, If you really want to go into a music business program, I do recommend doing that just because that's my own experience and you get I guess like a well-rounded education but so many people go into marketing or communications um and really get their foot in the door that way so yeah and so do you mind me asking like where you went to high school you don't have to say the name but like the state or where you went for your high school years Oh, yeah, you're good. Um, I'm located in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay, so I, I'm currently in California. So I know for my high school, they don't really offer a lot towards the arts or like anything that really would help me. I know they're pushing a lot more STEM um, related mm-hmm. fields, which I mean, is fine, but it's not for me. So did you, I mean, you said you were a musical theater kid. Um, so, you know, always constantly having entertainment um, within your high school years. But what would you tell somebody if they didn't have those resources? Like if they weren't into musical theater, if they weren't in band, like what would you suggest that we would do? Um, See if you can start a club at your school for anybody interested. Uh, I know my school was very open with starting your own club. Um, So definitely do that. You could try different street teams in your area. I know that certain bands will have virtual street teams. Um, I'm also on Fanta Bands Virtual Street Team, which is a great program. Um, They really have a lot of resources too, so I definitely recommend that. Just really getting involved outside of school is a great opportunity. Yeah, I'm also part of of the Fanta Band Street Team, and it honestly is one of the greatest things I, or greatest decisions I made was signing up for that because I've learned so much from it. So to anyone that is interested, definitely look into that. Um, But one thing I did want to ask was while in high school, I know, like I've just said, um, you constantly had like entertainment, music stuff like within your life. Um, Was there like a decision regarding getting into the industry i mean besides picking your major and your program uh, that you wish you would have like did differently um i definitely think i don't know that's a tough one because i went to a school where they really pushed like four-year universities and like stem just like you said and they were much like a college prep school And I just really wish somebody would have been like, it's okay to take a break and figure it out, or it's okay to go to a two year or to get like a certificate in something first. Um, Yeah, so I guess just leading towards that, I wish I would have done more research and felt okay to make that decision. Yeah, I I can totally um, agree with that. Because right now, like I said, I'm a current junior in high school. um, And I'm in that middle of the process of picking where I want to apply to and majors and all that. And so I definitely know the stress, like as it's happening, like right now. Um, So I, 
I definitely am grateful that I have the resources and I've found the resources at this point that um, I know where I want to do and have talked to people who are currently in college, have already graduated. And so um, like having those resources and opportunities to learn and to do that research that you said you would have wanted to do more. Um, so I'm definitely grateful for that personally, but I know that a lot of um, students, they, they might see something, but like are intimidated to get started because of our age. And if given your background, what would you tell somebody that was afraid or intimidated because of our youngness and inexperience? Um, I'm totally with you on that. I'm only 20. So having, I guess, less experience than other people in the industry is really intimidating. And I, <laughs> I definitely feel that um, going into different meetings and all that kind of thing, I am very anxious about it. But I know that there are so many people that are young and can bring a new light to the industry, especially, you know, people who are in it, they stay in it. Um, and they, they really only hire like their friends or people they've previously worked with. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, but yeah, I just really think to be okay with not having as much experience and to go in with it, like, I'm going to learn, I'm going to do the best I can and get everything that I can get out of an experience. Yeah. And I think one thing also that I've also learned from Fantaband is like to not be afraid of being a fan. Like that's mm -hmm. experience in itself. And you said that you've gone to, you were constantly going to concerts and stuff like when you were a little bit younger, I mean, you still are young, but just a few years <laughs> younger. Um, so what do you think, do you think that like being a big fan of people like that was helpful to you in getting started? Def definitely. Um, when I was about 16, 15 maybe, um, I was running a fan account on Instagram for the band Why Don't We? Um, and it had like, I think a thousand followers at the time, which was like pretty big because they were small mm -hmm. at that point. Um, and that really gave me some of the knowledge that I use today to run the magazine and to apply for my internships. So bringing that up in this kind of professional setting is not something you should be ashamed of. Yeah. And going back to that fan account, like were there certain, would you mind sharing like a few things that you learned through that fan account? Cause I know tons of friends that own fan accounts and run fan accounts at this current moment. So what do you think something that there's, what can you bring from like running a fan account? I think you really learn um, social media aspects like marketing and that kind of thing. You also know the turnaround of trends and how fast like the social aspect can go, how fast things are popular and then not popular. And being able to act fast on that is something that you can't really teach, I don't think. Um, so that's super important. And then I've just made so many friends through that that I still talk to and will still um, work with in the future I'm sure so just the connections that you make are even important yeah and I'm sure that um that especially being a fan of somebody and finding those other industry um connections is like super important especially that you can get through a fan account um has there been a specific way that you've been able to network with people 
Through the fan account? Well, through just music in general. Like, is there a certain way that you found oh. easiest to network with people or um, harder? Like, what do you what do you do to be able to have good connections and make those connections? Yeah, yeah. Um, not being afraid to comment on other people's posts. I know that sounds like something that you might not be nervous to do or anything, but just throwing something nice out, like a compliment or even like, hey, I'm interested in this. I see that you're doing that. A lot of people want to share their resources with you. And I mean, if they don't, then that's that's their loss and you probably don't want to connect with them anyway. Um, but the people who who were in it were once in your shoes. So just being like, you're on the same playing field. So don't be afraid to like send a DM or uh, like a cold email out. Um, LinkedIn is a great resource. I use that a lot. Um, so do a lot of other people in this kind of area. So yeah, I would definitely start with like social media, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I know, cause for me, um, I've, I've used Instagram. I, I made a LinkedIn mm-hmm. account because I was told to make a LinkedIn account, but <laughs> yes, I was by a mentor of mine. She was like, you need a LinkedIn. And I was like, okay, so I made the LinkedIn. But personally, I think within the being a lot younger, um, I've been able to meet a lot of people through Instagram and finding like just... I know this kind of sounds like stalkerish, like I'm internet stalking people, <laughs> but like going through like certain accounts that I follow, like who's following them? Like what other people Mm -hmm. that I've seen and then I'll see their name pop up again. And I'm like, Oh wait, I know this person. So for me, honestly, it's been Instagram and don't be afraid to internet stalk people because that is what has helped me so much. And I've talked to so many different people and it's solely a lot through Instagram stalking and seeing who likes other people's posts and I'm, or comments underneath a post. So for me, that's, that's what did it but do you find that back on the topic of social media um do you find that maybe having like being very present on social media helps especially in the day and age Um, that we live in now i definitely think it helps you get recognized by those other people who like you said i mean if you're gonna look at a company's instagram account you're gonna see the same people like their pictures and then if you want to connect with those people, it's easier to like find them, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess having a presence is also good. A lot of companies will want to see your reach and how much you've like grown or like how many people retweeted a tweet and that kind of thing. So I guess it's helpful to be present. Yeah. Do Are, are you present a lot on social media? Um, I try to find the balance because I know it's very draining for my mental health um, to be on my phone all the time or to like put myself out on social media. So I try to find, um, you know, that balance there. But yes, um, when I do, I try to just interact with the people that are in my my space and like that I know have like the best interest yeah, that makes and, sense. yeah, and I find yeah. That, yeah, I find that super daunting, especially because I'm I love being on social media. I think I find it super entertaining, but I also find it to be that mentally draining and um, sort and intimidating. It's an intimidating place. So mm-hmm. 
I think that's one thing that especially as a younger kid that I try to find, like you said, that happy medium. Um, but for those of us who don't really know that, like, don't really like to be on social media, but yet want to be able to get our foot in the door and get people to know our names, what what would you advise us to do? Um, I would really try to find, I guess, a schedule to work in. Um, I know that sounds kind of funny, but if you you say like once a day for an hour, I'm going to go on social media, I'm going to post my picture, I'm going to post my TikTok, and then I'm going to engage with so many people and the comments on that video and then shut your phone off and like then go into your real world, leave it on social media and continue. Um, I think that is the best thing for people's mental health and even if you just don't enjoy being on social media yeah because I know that's like a that's a very that's a big topic for me because I'm constantly always on social media like trying to stay present within everything that's happening um especially within the industry so that I don't feel that I'm because I'm already like in quote-unquote inferior to most of the people that I'm in a room with so there's that sort of need to be more aware and more knowledgeable of what's happening, especially in the industry. If somebody starts having a talk about, oh, this festival or what this festival is planning on doing or something that's happening with the Recording Academy or whatever it may be, I find that, or at least, at least for me, I find that to be like something that I just have to know in order for me to feel like I am present, if that makes sense. Yeah, I definitely get that. Um, you don't want to miss anything, if that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, everything moves so quickly. Yes. You don't want to, like, be behind. I, I definitely get that. Yes, and that's, like, one of those things. And I think that's, like, a major problem, especially being um, a, a high schooler who's constantly trying to be in like everything I can like I was I was in 1520 and now uh, I've been in Fantaband for a few months now I'm also on a uh, like another little project and now this so I'm constantly trying to like put myself into everything and I think that's one of which it shouldn't be a problem already but it's like major imposter syndrome yes yeah and so have you like experienced or like been overcome imposter syndrome at some point or another because I'm fairly certain almost everyone has <laughs> yeah I feel like especially recently I've been dealing with that um I didn't have any of those kind of resources in high school and even my first year at school I was like very new to the industry and I thought like these people really know what they're doing and even the people who were in the same program as me were like playing shows and like already managed an artist or like worked at a record label and I am in a little small town like yeah. haven't gotten out like we're in a pandemic like I yeah. really thought like yeah. <laughs> like what the heck is going on um yeah so I've been really dealing with that and I think you just have to remember that everybody is on a different path and not everybody's going to take the same path to get to the same place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's one of those things that personally I've struggled with is because I have, 
I have to constantly just be working towards. So I have an end goal and I just constantly want to be working towards it. And it's become to a point where it's almost like, it's like I constantly, constantly feel that I have to be because I'm now comparing myself to like 25 year olds and I'm like almost nine years younger than them. So there's a, uh-huh. <laughs> so I have to like constantly remind myself that it's, it's all within time. And, mm-hmm. yes. and one thing that I have learned, especially with it all, like all within its time is the art of accepting a no. And what I mean by yes. that is like getting rejected and having people being like, oh, well, that's not really for you, but thanks for trying kind of thing. And I'm fairly certain that almost everyone has had that moment where you think you had something and then you didn't have it. So was there a moment like that for you? Definitely. Um, When I was applying for internships, actually, I applied to so many in order to get my credit for school. And there were so many that I got a no, but there were so many that didn't even email me back. And I think that even was worse than getting a no because you were rejected and like not told about it. Yeah. Um, so I think like dealing with that is, is something you have to find the balance again, like the happy medium with like, yes, I'm disappointed, but this is giving me an opportunity to get something else. Yeah. I, I a hundred percent understand that. Like <clears throat> currently I recently applied to, to uh, be a college rep even though I'm not in college it was open to high schoolers so I applied and I am like trying to manifest it I'm trying to manifest that I like I get this position will I who knows but it's it it was a thing that I had to kind of sit down with myself and I was like okay if I don't get it it's not the end of the world like there are tons of other opportunities that I can one find or create for myself and which you did you created this online magazine and I just wanted to ask like where did that um like idea come from I think really I've always been um really obsessed with the idea of creating my own space if that really makes sense um even growing up I was so interested in like the idea that you could write and create art and like put that somewhere so other people can see it. Um, So when I was trying to go through internships and, and different platforms and was hearing no or hearing nothing back, I really was like, I want to do this. And, you know, some people might find it weird. Some people who aren't in the industry might find it cringy or whatever yeah but I did it anyway and it's opened up so many opportunities for me and other people yeah and I I looked at the magazine and it's honestly super cool I think it's a super um like progressive thing especially in a time right now where we're constantly trying to destigmatize that word fangirl um yes yeah in because I know growing up, I would talk about, like, for instance, Taylor Swift, obsessed with her. Um, 
I would like talk about her and I would just get like weird looks for some people. Like if they didn't like her, they're like, why are you like, why? Like for what? (laughs) So I'm like, I completely understand like that, that space that you're trying to create, especially in a world Mm -hmm. that a lot of us have been like shut down. And that's one thing that I really want to get across, especially in this little thing that I've created um, is to, is to let like everyone know that it's okay to be something or to do something that like may not seem conventional. Yes. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Cause I feel, I feel that like, yes, the industry is just another part of the entertainment industry. But when I tell someone, Oh, this is what I want to do. They look at me crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. They look at me like I've gone, I've grown a third eye. Like they, it, it seems as if it's like a foreign topic and it doesn't, it's not obtainable, which I greatly appreciate from your magazine because it, it's kind of building that world where it is okay. It is normal. It is something mm-hmm. that's completely, it, it should be something that gets talked about a lot more rather than us just being, oh, you're just obsessed and want to get closer to your favorite artists kind of thing. Yeah. Um, a lot of people did think that, you know, since you're a fan of something, like, you are obsessive. And I think that is the word that, you know, we're not obsessive, we're dedicated or we're, we're we understand the industry better than the people who aren't like I guess quote-unquote super fans um yeah so just really getting the getting that word out there is super important yeah and I know especially as um as a kid right now um that I know like like a few other people that I've connected with that are also high schoolers we constantly get this um this like I guess, I guess you could call it like a vibe or just this kind of thing like that people give towards us. Um, mm-hmm. That's sort of, even though they're in the industry as well, it's sort of like that, that fangirl, like that stigma. It's just like, why are you doing this so early? Like some people look at us and they're like, good job, good on you. Like you go. And then other people look at us and they're like, why? Like, are you sure this is what you want? And and I just wanted to ask if you ever got that, like, like that doubt from people that you could actually, like, make this a career. Um, definitely. I, I know, I think our high schools were very similar. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I definitely got that growing up, saying I wanted to work with music. And everyone was like, but are you sure? Like, yeah. are you positive? And it was really, like, the only thing that, I mean, I have a lot of passions for other things, but this mm-hmm. was, this was like my thing. Yeah. So I've definitely gotten, you know, from different teachers, um, different like relatives in my life, but even in the industry, I've gotten a lot of people. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm young or because I'm a woman or whatever, but um, like thinking that I was not capable of doing what I'm doing. When people sort of just underestimate and don't realize your capabilities because of either age, gender, sexuality, whatever it may be, um, is there anything you can do to combat that or that you suggest you combat that? Um, I really think you need to like not take it to heart. 
Um, it, that's much easier said than done. I've had many people, even like professors of mine, um, like judge my age and judge, I don't know, I guess my inexperience. But you really have to realize like, you know, that's not a reflection of who I am. That's just like their perception of me. Yeah. So I think just yeah. trying to get through that. Yeah. And I think that that that's one thing that is constantly like trying to um, like get away from is that that inexperience when they look at you and they see your inexperience. And one thing I constantly felt was that yes, I'm inexperienced, but I want to be able to find those experiences. And that's one thing I've struggled with being a, under 18 uh, is that there aren't a lot mm-hmm. of things for me and that are tailored for my age or open to my age group. So, and that's kind of one reason that I did want to create this, this space was because it opened up an opportunity for me and other people to work with me so that we can gain that experience. So what would you say to anyone who wants to create their own, um, make their own opportunities as once as someone once told me is if you can't find opportunities, make them yourself. Uh, so what would you say to anyone who's trying to create their own thing? Cause obviously you had done that. Yeah. Um, I think we did this for very similar reasons. Um, yeah. So I just think, just do it. Don't think about any criticism you're going to get and make it something that you want to do. Make it something that you enjoy. And then it doesn't feel so much like you're, you're starting from the ground, if that makes sense. Yeah, it sense. doesn't feel like work. Um, it feels more do like something. a hobby. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, I, I love what I do. I love to write and I love to read other people's writing. So this was just something that I find fun, but I know that brings experience to people. And I'm sure that you love doing this. So just having that is very, um, like the passion Mm -hmm. for it and ignoring anybody else's criticism that you get. Yeah. That you might. yeah. Yeah. For me, it's, I love just talking to people and learning from other people's like hardships and their mistakes and learning how to, make my own mistakes, but also what I can do to better myself, you know, to be, to be better and to work harder to like what situations to avoid and stuff like that. So that's one thing that I do personally like. So that's what kind of why I created this is why not do already talk to these people and then open it up to somebody else to have that same advice given to them. So that was, that's it. And, um, is there anything that you would want to tell just somebody like me right now, a junior in high school who's really wants, to, really, really wants to work in this? Like this is everything and it has been everything since they were a little, like little as for you, I think it's the same that you constantly, music was constantly a part of your life. What would you, what's the one piece of advice that you think that they should take and really just soak into their everyday life moving forward? Yeah. Um, I really think like learn as much as you can at this age, um, whether that's, you know, watching TED talks or going to panels or, um, just reading like different materials, different books. I just think if you know the industry inside and out, you, 
you're already at a higher level than somebody coming yeah. in, even if they have more experience than yeah, you. That's yeah, so, that yeah, I I find that to be very very true because that's one of the reasons that I'm constantly trying to read and following all these different pages, trying to just learn as much as I can, just so I seem. I feel that I know more than I should kind of thing. So I feel yes, yeah. I would rather have a lot more knowledge than I should than have not enough. Um, are there any resources or programs? I know we mentioned Fantaband earlier, um, but are there any other like resources or things that you would recommend to people to get those experiences that are open to high schoolers that, that you know of, obviously? Yeah, Um I am in a Discord. It's called Music Industry Connections, Um, and it's it's great. It's there's people of all different ages, and you really can you can go into different channels and talk about like marketing or talk about management or photography. And then there's you know like more ones geared towards fun and different conversations. So there's like different music genres and all that kind of thing. Um, they just did a panel, an online virtual one, and it was just great to hear other people give mm-hmm. advice, um, kind of like what we're doing. And yeah, um, I know there's a lot of different programs on Instagram that I follow. Yeah, Fantaband is really one of the best ones, I think. Um, 1824, which is Universal Music Group's like rep program. Mm-hmm. That's they're doing things constantly. Um, Yeah, I think just absorb all of the information you can. And like even like knowing industry terms is going to put you ahead of somebody else who doesn't. Yeah, it's yeah, I I'm obviously in Fantaband and I know that they are constantly having panels and workshops and just um, networking opportunities and so many other things. So that's one thing I do really push. Like whenever I'm talking to anyone else, my own age is try and get into mm-hmm. band. Like it is one of the greatest things. I was super happy when I got uh, accepted. I was like over the moon, but I, um, I absolutely love it there. Um, one thing I will say though about band is that it is open to high schoolers, but a lot of the, um, workshops and stuff like that are during the average school day. <laughs> so that yeah. that is one problem I will say that uh, Fantaband like kind of has. I wouldn't say it's a problem, but more of just like a inconvenience for some of us. Yeah, um, I yeah. know they do have, they started to make them a little bit later. So now sometimes they're around like three um, PST, um, but everything else is honestly super great and they do know how to have a balance of fun and um of work so i really do enjoy it but i appreciate you so much for coming to do this and entertaining a teenager's admirations (laughs) and aspirations so no i just i wish i was as confident and like of what i wanted to do at 16 like this it's great. Yeah, it's it wasn't great. always like this. Um, it constant. It I will say, quarantine really solidified the mm-hmm. fact that this is what I wanted to do, and um, and honestly, I I have. I mean, a super cliche thing to say, but I have the artists that I've been following for the last four or five years of my life to thank. To be honest with you, 
Um, they are the ones that when I see their team and I'm like, oh, that like that that's actually a job. Like I can do that. So yeah. those are the ones that I honestly showed me uh, what I could do with this very dedicated and passionate thing about, I mean, like currently two feet away from me, I have an Olivia Rodrigo poster on my wall. So, I mean, it's definitely a passion of mine and I would, uh, so I'm constantly trying to work towards it. So, and I just want to be able to share that journey and everything else I learned with other people, because it's just, it's a daunting, daunting um, industry, especially for a young kid who, whose family is not very entertainment industry oriented. Um, This is something I completely found on my own. Um, So it's, it's definitely something I've had to learn on my own and grow on my own. So it's, it's something I'm constantly working towards, but I'm super happy to have picked this and I don't think I could see myself doing anything else. So it's, it's definitely something that, I really hope works out. <laughs> but thank you again so much for coming. I really do appreciate it. Given you're you're course, our first yeah. guest, so I really really do appreciate. That's so exciting. <laughs> so you get to be the first one of who knows how many more. I hope many 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 more. But thank you so much, yes, and yes. I hope you have a great day. Thank you. Thank you so Bye. much. You too.